Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. This is Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin with a full mouth already. Yeah. So this is a Mikey and Rin stay in where you get to eat dinner with us. <laughs> we, we did some poor planning on timing today. And uh, I don't know. We're going to this kind of last minute awesome event. I think we'll have to link it um, yeah. on the YouTube page oh, yeah. because it looks extraordinary. It's called Flotsam River Circus. Yeah. Which I don't quite know how to describe other than it's it's a circus that they're floating down the river to different locations yeah, in like, order to perform. Right. They're floating north on the river <laughs> and performing at different areas. And this is like... As Portlandia as you can fucking get. Wow, it really can't get any more Portlandia. Yeah, and if there's anything that's going to inspire fertility um, in me or my wife, it's seeing <laughs> a bunch of borderline mentally ill people <laughs> hula hooping with garbage attached to them, and um, and you know, I and lighting things on fire. Wait, I can't wait. Oh yeah, going with some fun friends. Yeah, what? totally. Um. How are you doing? What's new with you this week? You know, I'm I'm good. I've been having kind of like a, uh, I don't know, just kind of a weird week. I'm a little bit sad that like summer is like nearing its three-quarter mark or whatever. Um, I've just loved the summer. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, I'm summer boy AF right now. You I've are. You really are. Pink bandana on. I've got a little bit of a sunburn. I'm wearing a, a, a tank top, which is very daring for a a back-haired pink man with stretch marks to be thrown out there into the public. Well, and not only all of those things, which you, you're you gorgeous. Aw, thanks, wifey. That's lovely. It makes me cry. But you also have some things taped to Ooh. your back currently. So you are just like really showing the world. I'll lift, I'll lift off for the world here, right? For the YouTube world. If you're not watching on YouTube, you better get on here because we're about to see nudity. <laughs> hey! Ooh. Tell them about what they're seeing. So you are seeing, um, taped to Mikey's back, upper, middle-ish, and lower back, um, uh, there's six different places where he has these, um, we call them Sanfu Moxa, or Heavenly Moxibustion, I think it's also called sometimes. Um, so this is Heavenly a- Heavenly when it's on my bob. No doubt. So this is a, um, I think from the Qing dynasty in China. So it's super, super ancient, as is much of Chinese medicine. Um, But it's a combination of herbs that you mix with a little bit of fresh ginger juice and then apply to certain acupuncture points for respiratory health, really. Um, It's really good for people that get sick a lot in the winter. It's also really good for asthma and allergies, things like this. And the cool thing is that they're, they've done actually some clinical trials on these patches. Um, so it's adhered to the skin with just a like medical tape. And um, you can feel it once it's on your oh, yeah. back. Like it, yeah, it I'm gets- sizzling. I feel like I've got ginger ale kind of on my back a little bit <laughs> yeah it gets it gets toasty you leave it on for about four hours less with kids and then um and then you wash it off and it's it's a really interesting super cool practice um i've done it for the past couple of years and it's really helped i work with kids right so um, it's called winter wellness right i mean this is like for event i don't know if you really said that but it's for treating 
the sickness that you might get in the winter. So you right. treat it in the summer. What's yeah. the saying? Um, for diseases in the winter, treat them in the summer or something like that. <laughs> so go. so you, you do it on the, you go by the sort of Chinese calendar um, and it has some, some kind of Taoist philosophy in there too. And, and you, you apply these things on the hottest days of the year. Ooh, so It's um, happening. <laughs> so it's the, the theory that like you, you treat the, the yang nature um, in order to, you know, be really healthy during the yin days of winter. So, mm. um, yeah, so there's a little, uh, philosophy for you and it's, it's a really cool practice. You should, if, if you live in a place where you have an acupuncturist that does send Fumaxa, I highly recommend, um, yeah. for illnesses and then also for, um, allergies, asthma, other respiratory health. Yeah. Adults, great for kiddos, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I'll talk for a little bit so that you can eat. Love it. Love it. I'm, I'm eating some blistered shishito peppers right now. Ooh. Wowzers. So good. So no, good. I love them. So, yeah, I'll tell you, you were eating um, all stuff from local farms. We've got Revel Meats T-Bone steak that I grilled. Super yummy. Um, we've got, I can't remember who far, whose farm. I think um, maybe Gathering Together's corn. with shishito peppers. We've got grilled peaches. I'm just dipping my microphone wires into my shishito peppers yeah. which i will probably suck up that's that'll be great <laughs> we'll like, suck on if you want to hear yeah you want to hear a rin dog lose her life by being electrocuted by our microphones <laughs> that'll be very fun okay um yeah so we've been but we've been um doing lots of fun stuff we so this week um tomorrow actually i was supposed to have a sperm analysis Ooh, Ooh semen and um but it was one of those things that uh, it also fell on when Corinne is going to be ovulating. So for the TMI portion of our uh, let's do it of our show, do 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 do. I didn't want to waste that semen, so <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't have the sperm analysis. But what we're we're just so interested in like because all that I know about like sperm analysis or like sperm banks or any of that stuff is like what you see in movies where it's like the funny little room and they've got the little window and they like you know they offer you like weird old crusty penthouses or something <laughs> or like VHS tapes of like Jenna Jameson pornos and um, amazing yeah it sounds amazing I'm gonna open a bar that's that's this <laughs> no no I'm not actually uh, a lot of health concerns um, but yeah so anyway so I'm going in in two weeks and I will report back because I'm so interested I mean now since we all have like porn studios in our pockets mm. like is it do they just say hey go in there with your cell phone and like do your thing right probably well and we're we're doing this because we sort of want all of the information I think there's a lot of times when um, women shoulder all of the fertility concerns mm. Um and Mikey had actually scheduled a semen analysis last year, but I, I got pregnant, mm-hmm. um, so he canceled it, and we, we've decided that we're going to do it again. Um, him and I are just sort of of the mindset that more information is the more information, the better. Yeah, totally. Um, and actually, a, somewhere around forty percent of fertility issues are the man and not the woman, and I think that we lose sight of that a lot. Um, and so, well, and I've just, a, I've seen the handmaid's tale, mm. spoiler alert. It's not the lady's faults. Mm. Um, but the other thing is that like, you know, when we're trying to conceive, I've been, 
I mean, ostensibly I've been trying not to drink. We it's been summer. We've been having beers and stuff like that. I'm like not chugging Jack Daniels, but I'm I am having I'm having a couple beers here and there. Rini's knocking over a microphone because she's fat and hungry. Um, so true. But the uh, yeah, but it's you know, but I, I like will not be having a beer, and people are like, why aren't you having a beer? Well, you know, we're trying to have a baby, and and men and women will like brrr, like roll their eyes at me, like you don't have anything to do with it. And I'm like, as if I know. I get obviously we've talked about it on the show many times. I don't really like feel like the term "we're pregnant" is is super appropriate mm. in my mind because like you're gonna be pregnant, like mm-hmm. you're gonna be shouldering all of that. But I'm at least fifty percent of the shit at the beginning, the very beginning. Exactly. Yeah, maybe not fifty, but I'm I, I am part of it, and I think that my sperm health and my you know sperm motility and and uh, amount and all those things, I want to know what they are. I want to know the data behind it so that I can adjust accordingly if there's things that I need to do. Totally. Well, I'm just so happy that you're, um, I'm so happy that you're down for that, right? Um, And I think that that, it just speaks a lot to who you are, and I think that you really honor our relationship in in a way where it is, we are doing this together. This is a team effort. (laughs) You know it. Um, Team Chablanc. mm Mm-hmm. Did I, did we talk about on the show the last time that I was going to do this? Maybe not. Maybe not. So I went into my primary care doctor and I was like, hey, I want to get a semen analysis because I just want to know what's up. She was like, cool. Um, Wrote me one. Wrote me a prescription. Is that what it is? Referral. Referral. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went into a place that was basically like a drug screening place, like where construction workers were having their, you know, their their piss tested for meth. (laughs) And... So I walk in there, it's all these like rough and tumble dudes with like tattoos and like sitting there in their car hearts and just like, just, mm, you know, broing. And I'm like, oh my God. And not to be judgy, but I don't think any of them were there to get their semen tested. <laughs> and so I walk up to the counter and I'm like, hi, um, I need, I need this. And I like slid the paper across the table and the woman's like, <sighs> 50641. I, I don't know. I don't know what 50641 is. Jair! Jennifer! Like yelling to the woman in the back, do you know what a 50164 is? And basically what ended up happening was the the two women were like, semen, sper- sperm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. We can't do this. And they held the paper. Like I hadn't ejaculated onto this paper. <laughs> they held the paper with like as if it had, like with medical tongs, like as if it was nu- like radioactive. Um, and, you know, and are like basically yell. They were trying to like whisper, but they were like whisper yelling, we don't do semen stuff here. Come stop. Sperm. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this place should be shut the fuck down. It's just, and it was so embarrassing. And so basically after that, I was like, nap, I don't need it. And actually, Rini ended up getting pregnant right afterwards. So I was like, thank God. I don't have to go through that embarrassment again. Was that? How did we find that place? Did you get? It was what they recommended. To oh, me. they did. Yeah, Your yeah. doctor did. Yeah. God, that is shocking. Mm. Oh my god. No, oh, I, I told her about it, and she was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." So now I'm going to be going to a more reputable place, and where I don't think I'm going to be laughed at and um, scolded as if I came in actually masturbating or something. And it was just like, <laughs> "What is your guy's problem?" And um, so, anyways. Yeah. Mm. 
Do you have any? Do you have a pro tip uh, or anything you want to talk about this week in our normal segment? Pro tip, bindle. Well, I thought that that I could sort of just go revisit the seed cycling because I know that we just mm. really briefly hit, and I, you know, I'm not going to go into super a lot of detail, but I think that it's something that is um, can be really powerful for. Um, regulating women's cycles. So if you're listening and you have irregular cycles or um, even if your cycles are regular and you find that you have perhaps some more PMS symptoms than you would like, there's tons of stuff that we can do, right? Acupuncture, herbs, um, those are kind of my initial go-tos. There's tons of stuff in the nutrition world and supplement world. Um, But this one is pretty affordable a and then also pretty easy to incorporate in excuse me (laughs) i'm eating corn and like chugging water i'm like oh my god this is gonna be the grossest episode really sorry everyone professionals that's how we do oh my god who's hiring us npr has got us definitely definitely yeah full we're gonna be it's all we'll be bookending Ira Glass. We're going to be on both sides of <laughs> This American Life. Or maybe Radiolab. I feel mm. like they have perhaps more annoying sound things that happen in their show. So yeah. maybe our like eating on the microphone and burping yeah, be in the microphone will be less offensive. Yeah, by their <laughs> beep boop robot noises constantly, which I love that show. But Jesus Oh God, I love Christ. it. I love it. I feel like I'm autistic every time. Like you're giving me seizures. <laughs> um, so seed cycling in a nutshell is you take um, or you eat uh, certain seeds during the follicular phase of your cycle, which is the first half. And then you eat um, different seeds during the luteal phase of your cycle. And so you guys that are watching on YouTubes, I have some pumpkin seeds here. Um, and that is because I am in still in the follicular phase of my cycle. And so we're sort of more focused on um, estrogen during this cycle, which sort of, or during this time in your cycle, which slowly starts to rise. Mm. And um, like follicular, like follicle. Totally. Yeah, because your body is preparing to release an egg, mm. right? Um, and so, uh, yeah, so you're eating either flax seeds or pumpkin seeds, which are both um, uh, sort of f- have phytoestrogens in them. So um, they're able to kind of modulate estrogen in the body. So either help to increase it, which isn't often many women's problems, but um, it can do that. It can also help to um, clear estrogen from the body, which is oftentimes more women's difficulty. Mm. And then during the luteal phase, which is post-ovulation, we're more focused on progesterone. And especially if you're trying to get pregnant, it's really important that progesterone is high enough to support that, to support um, implantation and a pregnancy. And then, um, so during that phase, you're eating sesame seeds and sunflower seeds. Um, fun fact about sunflower seeds, they're pretty high in selenium, which is also um, a nice liver support. So, you know, you're supporting detoxification and um, and then sort of helping to, to, to improve progesterone in the body. And then also there's a little bit of modulating the estrogen again. So... Um, yeah, we'll 
we'll maybe link to an article. I'll find a, uh, there's not a ton of research on it, unfortunately. Um, but I'll link to someone that does some, some, has some sighting and, um, and, uh, yeah, some good info. <clears throat> what about you? Well, I was just going to look up, um, something. I looked up some things earlier. So we just had a little, uh, system overload on my computer, evidently. Uh, but what I was going to start talking about is, um, I had looked up figs. So we have a good friend uh, who is a vet, but he's also very into um, nature and kind of like, you know, and being able to understand the things that grow around us. Mm. So he's into this thing. I don't exactly know what it's called, but something along the lines of kind of like biomimicry. Um, And it's basically like how nature telegraphs information to us. Mm. So um, a a walnut, you open up a walnut, it looks like a brain. Turns out walnuts are really amazing for brain, neuroplasticity, all sorts mm. of things. And that's amazing. So one of the other things and something that we just have to ha- happen to have grown in our backyard are these swinging little nut sacks. <laughs> these testicle experiences called figs. So for those of you that can't see the testicle that he's dangling from his fingertips, um, it's this really beautiful deep green color. Yeah, um, and so these are a little underripe. They're probably they probably have a couple more weeks. Um, but if you open up the fig, um, and if you like have access to figs, go get some right now. Eat them; they're delicious. But inside, it looks like a bunch of sperm, like all the little mm, I don't know what they're called. It could be endosperm. Mm. Um, whatever it is that's inside, yeah, the seeds that are inside of the figgy um, look like semen, and are and so it turns out they're really amazing for uh, sperm production. So they're really high in vitamin B six, vitamin A, vitamin E and K. Yeah. Yep, and um, and those things are really great for sperm health and production and quantity and efficiency. So I'm gonna go ahead and eat my nuts out of the backyard. <laughs> And make sure that I'm doing the best that I can for my swimmers. You know, it's interesting because there's some of those theories in Chinese medicine too. And I just think about, um, you know, back before we could, we really knew what vitamins and minerals were and could could study the nutritional value of things. What did we do? We observed, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, for example, a, a, a lotus flower grows in these really boggy uh places right so it's like kind of dirty mucky water and then this beautiful flower blooms from that right and so that that medicinal in chinese medicine is like meant to sort of clear away dampness and filth and stuff that can kind of build up in the body which Mm. i just think is so cool so it's sort of that same idea right Mm -hmm. um what do you like to do with figs well I like to Besides eat them. hold them in your fingers like they're little testicles. Right, yeah. I mean, the thing is about a perfectly ripe fig is they're like ready to fall off the tree. So you got to like get after it. Yeah. So I generally like to just eat them. Mm. But if they're a little bit under, or like a little, they still have a little bit of like structure to them, I'll cut them in half and grill them real quick just on the, mm. on the cut side. So it kind of like caramelizes the sugars in the, in the figs. And then I oftentimes will put like a little soft cheese, like a little goat cheese or something like that, mm. and then some fresh basil and maybe a little honey, um, a little salted honey or something, and it's just they're delicious. Um, also, I always love the classic wrap them in prosciutto. Yeah. Like wrap them delicious. in prosciutto. You can even like s'more them a little bit, wrap them in prosciutto, hold them over a fire, and it kind of crisps up the prosciutto around them. Mm. Very, very good. 
Um, I got to say, this dinner is extraordinary. I know. And you just put everything on the grill, right? And then blister the peppers. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and I it's just, so good. Yeah. And it's so I think our last minute meals are oftentimes our best where it's like, shit, we got to get out the door and we got to record the podcast and all those things. Mm. And so we it just, just tastes like yeah. it's like summer in my mouth. Yeah. This corn is obscenely yeah. good too. It's really, it's really, really crispy. Um, so yeah, I, you know, we actually have to get going. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go pick up our friends to go to this really funny pirate event. Um, but, uh, should we do anything? Oh, bindle of the week. The bindle of the week that I was going to have is, um, drink beer in public. <laughs> Wait, what? So <laughs> we've been at a couple things lately where it's been like, hey, we can't bring our dog into that place. Or, hey, like you got to go and the beers are going to be X you know, amount of money and then you have to stay in this really boring area or whatever. Mm. My thing lately is break the law. Go buy beer at a supermarket or a convenience store or whatever and drink it in the park or drink it next <laughs> to the water. Yeah, we did this on the beach the other day and it was like, you know, we spent $9 on a six pack. And so it ends up being like a what a buck fifty a beer or something like that yeah. versus like nine bucks a beer in a in a place. Fuck you, restaurants. God, it's so true. Yeah. So drink publicly. This is literally a bindle of the week because it's what hobos do. So <laughs> bindle. No, but I think do it's. Do you rad. think there's beers inside their bindle? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got? Um, well, I was just. Um, turned on to this uh, woman who um, her and her husband were both young professionals like grinding and uh, you know living a really nice life a very comfy life but they had this dream to like go homestead in Vermont Mm. and so I have that dream well this is why I'm mentioning this they have so so essentially they got really frugal and um and saved a bunch of money and they did it. They're like completely self-sustaining folks on their homestead in Vermont on like a thousand acres or whatever. Wow. Yeah, so it and took so, money to get that. But. Yeah, so she's got a blog. It's called Frugal Woods. Oh, and, we should um, go meet them. I know. Have them on the show or something. They can inspire us. Maybe we'll be re- recording this podcast in a year from our homestead. Right? That sounds fucking awesome. So, uh, yeah, so, and and my friend that turned me on to this, hey, Ellie, uh, she did, this this woman does this sort of, like, frugal challenge where you literally don't spend money for one month. And I haven't told Mikey this, but I think we should take the challenge in September. Um, And the whole, she gives you all of these sort of hacks for, like, what you eat, you know, because... If any one of us probably went into our cupboard right now. Oh, we have so much food. Yes, exactly. Um, our freezer could feed a family for a year. Right, 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 right. So I propose. Well, but how does this work with like Netflix and shit? Right. Well, that's, I've got it. I've got to do a little more research, but I'm proposing that we, let's just say right now that we research it and, yeah. um, and take a awesome. frugal challenge and maybe. We can have some participation from uh, from oh, our listeners, from audience members. Yeah, yeah. take it with us. It'd be really cool good. to hear people's sort of frugal stories. I think it's it's just it it's always inspiring. To yeah, when well, I'm just I, you know for me it's like I'm so sick of we just like switched um, from Xfinity because fuck Xfinity 
to CenturyLink, and who knows, they're probably just as bad as everybody else, but it's like when we're saving 30 bucks a month on our internet. I just have such a hard time giving these big companies more money, and it's like, I, I don't want to do it. It's like, we have the money to do it, but I don't want to. And so I'm like, more and more, I'm like, what are the what things that we could cut out of our life so we're not just giving money to our credit card companies and to our, you know, whatever, and I don't know. I would love that to That was do a this. good bindle this week was cutting Stealing out beers. cable TV. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yes, was the cable TV. I know it was a good bindle. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, you guys, I know it was a kind of a shorter episode. I just hope you guys listened to Crystal last week. She's so rad. She's, she's so She's amazing. Yeah. I think yeah. we had like more listeners than any other episode. So she was wonderful and we love her. Um, we don't have any interviews set up right now, but we're going to try to set some up for the next couple uh, weeks. If and you would like it to be you, yeah. shoot us an email. Let's eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com. Yep. And you can uh, get at us. You can also, you know, message us on Instagram or Facebook, either of those sure. things. Totally. That all works. Um, yeah. And we hope that you're listening. We're, you know, we're, um, again, you know, like, subscribe, all those things. That, they, that really is an amazing thing to help us out. Yes. And it also strokes my ego. But the, um, <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, kind of, we're at like 12 episodes now. And we want to do something with this. Like yeah. we want, we want to have it be just like not just casual, stupid conversation. Um, I think that we're amazing people. We're great mm. on microphones, and I think we do good interviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. And um, and I and so I'm starting to kind of like think about reaching out to like podcasting networks and sponsorship people and things like that, and see how we can grow our listener base. Um, Maybe the show in its current format isn't exactly like what it will be in the long run, but we're down. Like we just we want to do this. So I think it's <coughs> the thing that both of us yeah. look forward to the most during our week. Definitely. And um and yeah, we would we would really like to be reaching more people. Yeah. Um. So and we're definitely. Professionals like I just inhaled my corn and then coughed on the. I mean, one. for sure. Yeah, we're yeah. just like diamonds in the rough. It's we're re- yeah, really that. just undiscovered, okay. such undiscovered raw yeah. talent. um tell a friend rate us review us on itunes we are so happy you're listening um yeah it's been really fun for us and we're glad you're along for the ride yeah stay tuned for semen analysis um potential baby stuff yeah we'll let you know when i'm getting pregnant this month oh yeah i think so too yeah it feels right yeah feeling it ovaries are fucking vibrating (laughs) that's rin's ovaries all right we love you guys love you guys okay i'm mikey and i'm rin and tonight oh we're gonna gonna stay in in be done we're stupid bye